I'm so glad we got this man back. This man went Scientology and then he came back to reality. Sorry if I offended anybody. I feel like there's probably not enough rich people listening to this program that are Scientologists. Yep, not our demographic. No. You're safe. You know what? We're 33 minutes and 33 seconds away from the NBA Finals Game 1, and I am excited. I'll wait and give you my parlay tonight. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I bet so much that I got money from DraftKings. Like, I've been comped. Have you lost so much they just they felt bad and they decided to maybe pay that's you back what it, a little? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Degenerate. That's what you are. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I did see something funny. This is kind of fun to talk about. Uh, this guy tweeted out, uh, his name's Dad Wilder on Twitter, top five beers. All right. Number one, after mow. Never heard of it. After mowing your lawn beer. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Number two, number two, airport beer. Number three, first tee golf beer. I'd, I'd flip flop those two. Uh, number four, fishing beer. I don't do a lot of fishing, but beer and fishing kind of goes hand in hand. Yep. Number five, after work on Friday beer. Mm. I think we got to put five at one and one at two and two at five. So if I did my list, it'd be number one would be after Friday beer. Number two would be an after mow beer. I also drink when I mow. That's fair. Um, first tee golf beer. I'm always like a second to third tee because I bring my own. No, there's I know that's wrong with that. It's frowned no. upon, but I blame COVID. Good for you. And when people ask what's in the cooler, I tell them insulin and chocolate because I have diabetes and I don't. Okay. Now that's, that's, that's a bit of a scumbag mood. It's a scumbag mood to see if you can look inside my cooler. Probably because you're not supposed to do that. I don't know. I feel bad after I say it for like five seconds. You should feel worse for making that excuse. Well, it's not. I feel like you could do better, but uh, what do you think's in there? A head? You know what's in there, Carl. You don't need to ask. Can I see what's in your cooler? They do, they're just doing their job, man. They're just doing their job, and I've you're never, over here just making up lies, mm-hmm. making people feel bad. You make them feel like the a hole mm-hmm. for asking. Well, don't ask questions. You know the answers to. What's in the cooler? At least six bush, bush lattes. Leave me alone. <laughs> you get it. The guy that's the so marshal is on a limited income. He wouldn't bring, he wouldn't buy his own beer either. The thing too is that those guys don't see the the difference in bringing your own beer as opposing to buying beer at the golf course. That guy's probably going to drink two at most. I'm drinking six to eight. Shower beer. Text line's got that one down. That's a good one. A good Someone one. from the 816 has a type 1 diabetic. I love it, Dusty. Praise his name. It's incorrect. Jesus, amen. Um, you know, then Too don't far. ask questions, man. Too far. Why could you imagine if I, you know what I need to do is make like a double layer cooler and on the bottom layer have like my beers and on the top layer have like Two Snickers bars and like three bottles of water. Yeah, Capri like, Sun. Put some Capri Suns in there. You know. You ever house took Capri Sun on one suck? Oh, dude. Those are the best too. You're never too old for a Capri Sun, right? I don't think so. Never. You're never too old for those Kool Aid pops either. No. You know the ones that come never. with like forty, and you put in your yeah. freezer, and there's red, blue, green, purple, and like pina colada, and they end up being in there for like three years later, and they're still good. They're still good. What's your favorite part? The little slushy at the end or like the the opening bite? Oh, no. It, it's got to be the end, the melted when mm. it's just the syrup. You just tube you just, it? Just take it all Do you to the bite head. it like a grenade or do you cut it? Uh, I've cut the lip one too many times. I got to mm. 
I got to use a pair of scissors. Maybe. Somebody says, my cooler contains Jose Cuervo gold, ice, some limes, some margarita mix, and some dabs. Ooh, the uh, <laughs> the grilling beer. That's also a good one. Yeah, I can put down, like, I can delete, uh, I can delete probably mm, six pack whenever I do um, grilling. Because I went to my buddy's house in St. Louis, and he uh, was a lighter fluid guy. And I was like, man, you got to get the charcoal chimney. Yep. You got to go chimney. You got to get that lighter fluid out of here. You'll taste that stuff. He was like, no way. I don't ever taste that. And I was like, yeah, you do. You do. So I got him the chimney and I was like, this is a good thing to have because at least 15 minutes to get it going, which means you can put down two beers. Then when you pour the coals out, you got to get the grill hot and the grates warm. That's another beer. So you're three in. Then however long you put the meats on, there's another one to two. What about uh, a pool beer? Mm, Well, that's like. Is that a thing? I think that's like. Always there. I'm more of like, I kind of like the seltzers at the pool. I'm not a seltzer guy. I can't get with you on that. Oh, uh, the high mm-hmm. noons? Diabetic seltzer guy, huh? Mm hmm. Gotcha. Well, I'm not really a diabetic. Oh, I know. Oh, but, I know. But the we, marshals of the golf courses, they, they get it, you know? They, they do, get they, it. do they, though? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> old guys don't tend to ask follow up questions to that. That's fair. That's fair. Actually, sir, I have to keep it cold. There's insulin and there's also chocolate in there because I am diabetic if you don't mind. Oh, God, I'm sorry to assume that there's beer Making in there. Making people feel bad. I like it. Somebody says, hey, Dennis, we remember this. Uh, the best beer is retired beer whenever Cheers I want. Cheers to that. Yeah, no doubt. Cheers, Cheers to, to you. that. You deserve that. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw this thing the other day. Uh, seltzers don't usually have sugar. Diabetic approval. Let's go. Um, it said the other day, it, it just showed it was, it was Joe Namath's birthday and it said his career stats. Now, before the text line to completely rips my face off, which I know they will different time, dusty. It's a new era, but look at how different the era is. Joe Namath in 13 seasons, 140 games. He threw for 27,600 yards. 173 touchdowns, 220 interceptions. He was a pro bowler. He was a rookie of the year. He was an AFL champion and a Super Bowl champion, and he's a Hall of Famer. (laughs) This is really unfair to do. Mahomes in five years as a starter. 2,400, 200 yards passing. 192 touchdowns, 49 interceptions. Two Super Bowls, two MVPs. Offensive player of the year. He's 64 and 16. Joe Namath. So Patrick Mahomes will pass Joe Namath in passing yards this year in his sixth year as a starter. You you hating on Joe Cool? Is that what you're doing? Well, he's a weirdo. He is weird. (laughs) He's Um, a little bit strange. But he owns it. But I'm comparing 13 seasons to five. That's how significant of a jump we are from the 60s slash 70s to 2022, to 2000, basically 18, 17, 2017. And now Patrick Mahomes already has quick math, quick math, 19 more touchdowns than Joe Namath. He's played eight less seasons. Patrick Mahomes has thrown 49 interceptions in five seasons. Joe Namath threw 220 and 13. It just goes to show you like when people have conversations about the greatest quarterbacks they've ever seen. We'll always say Brady. We will always say Brady. 
But I think that if you put Mahomes and Brady both in their prime and said, what quarterback do you want for one season? You're 100%. You better say Patrick Mahomes. And if you think that that's different or you think that that's interesting, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, and maybe you've seen this meme on Facebook or not Facebook, but maybe you've seen it on Twitter, but it's Mahomes versus Brady in their first five years as a starter in the NFL. Tom Brady, three Super Bowl wins, Patrick Mahomes, two. Tom Brady, two Super Bowl MVPs, Patrick Mahomes, two Super Bowl MVPs. Brady, zero MVPs, Patrick Mahomes, two. Pro Bowls for Brady, three. Pro Bowls for Patrick Mahomes, five. First team all pro for Brady, zero. First team all pro for Patrick Mahomes, two. Brady passing yards in his first five years as a starter, 18,029. Patrick Mahomes, 23,957. Tom Brady's touchdown interception ratio, 123 to 66. Patrick Mahomes was 192 to 48. Whew. So, yes, it's fine. You could say, well, he's got three rings. That's fine. Patrick Mahomes has been to four Super Bowls. He's won two. I'm sorry. He's been to three Super Bowls. He's won two. To be fair to Brady, early in his career, he wasn't the best regular season quarterback, but he was clutch. Right, I mean that's really where he built his his stigma is is coming mm-hmm. in clutch when it counts in the playoffs, right? I mean, it's like Peyton Manning, great regular season quarterback, terrible, the terrible thing, in the playoffs. And the thing that's interesting to me about He's the, the Brady Manning conversation because Mahomes unfortunately was too young, and Brady was already too far gone. And too old to kind of really say. Now, granted, he beat him in a playoff game and he beat him in a Super Bowl. One, the guy's offensive line was completely in shambles, and the other one, it, he never touched the ball, and his defensive lineman jumped off sides. Uh, T. Ford cost Patrick Mahomes a Super Bowl ring. I'll, I'll just say that, um, and I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay to say that. But the thing is, is that in Brady's run, there were times where you were like, it might be Brady, it also might be. Manning, it also might be Rodgers, and it also might be Breeze. That was really it. Like, Roethlisberger was good, respected, and and fine, but he was never, like, the elite. There was never, like, well, Roethlisberger's up there with these guys. And the thing that's different about this is that you would agree that the quarterback talent is better now than it was when it was only the top four. Especially right? in the like AFC. Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Rodgers is still basically won two MVPs. Lamar's there. Yep. Uh, we'll see how Deshaun evolves after coming back for one year. Trevor Lawrence is making an appearance. There are quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts. These guys are starting to make names for themselves. They're more athletic. The game has evolved. They're getting better. Mahomes is so much better in a field that is so much um more rich that to me, it makes things more impressive for Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's Patrick Mahomes. And again, we might be a little bit homerish here, but it is what it is. Patrick Mahomes is the perfect hybrid between what Peyton Manning was and what Brady was right. As far as Manning being the regular season dominant, like fill the stat sheet, Mm. you know, total yards, like just craziness. Yeah. But then he's also got that Brady clutch gene, right Mm. in the playoffs. He shows up. He's money. You can count on him. You, when you think he's down, he proves you wrong. I mean, he's he is really, truly like the perfect hybrid between mm-hmm. those two great quarterbacks. And Manning was my favorite. I mean, he really is my favorite of all time, other than Mahomes now. But 
I mean, he. I'd still have to go Mahomes in their prime. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it's just, it's interesting that, you know, in his first five years as a starter, he's gotten at least to the AFC championship game. One of them, his defensive lineman jumped off sides. The other one, he just was in the Super Bowl. The other one, he lost in the, he lost the Super Bowl. The other one, he arguably had his worst half of his career. But still, five AFC championship games, four, three Super Bowl appearances, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, all the numbers that line up, and he's doing it in a time where it's a quarterback wide receiver league, and yet all these quarterbacks that we mentioned, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence even, now he's going to have a loaded offense. And yet here's Patrick Mahomes, right? It is what it is. When you look at him and you see how much he's done in such a short span of time, you have to think that we're already in discussion where it's Tom Brady and then the next best quarterback of all time is Patrick Mahomes. The fact that he's about to just dunk all over Joe Namath is absolutely insane to me. And I get it. I know. Text line, everybody, I know that the times are different. Joe Namath's era, I mean, you you ran on first and second, and then you threw on third, and that was the only time you threw. I understand. But again, it's interesting. We'll get back to the best beers. We come back on the other side. Mike Gennetti. We talked about him yesterday. He joined the drive on Wednesday. He had things to say about DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want to talk about that anymore. What intrigued me most was listen to it again and listen to what he had to say about the defense because you talk about it on the text line. I see the, I see the text. You talk about Brady's run. Mahomes is about to take a little bit of story mode from Tom Brady and throw it into this season of the Chiefs. Listen to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back in on After Hours, 610 Sports Radio, about an hour and a half left. 8 o'clock, we'll do the out-of-left-field question. Um, somebody from the 712 says, the best beer after work is sitting in your garage door. It, sitting in your garage, listening to Denny Matthews call the Royals game. Boom. I didn't know that. I didn't know we could get emojis on the text line. That's kind of cool. Now everybody's just going to send like eggplant emojis in. You you just set that up. Yep. Mahomes is a Hall of Famer in six years. Correct. I mean, Brady has like three different Hall of Fame careers. Mahomes will have the same thing where he's like a Hall of Famer at three different points in his career. Would you ever get loaded tater tots from Domino's? Domino's? I it's mean, like their, their, whole, their whole shtick is it delivers well, right? I guess. I'd try them. I'd give them a shot. Didn't you do the, didn't you do the tater chili cheese tots on top of the pizza grinders once? Oh man. And then it ruined your hole. That, uh, yeah, I was back here trying to produce puking in the, uh, in the garbage can at the same time. Yeah. Somebody from the 816 says it's a total cold beer sit in the backyard night. It's perfect out boys. Must be nice. Must be nice. Trust me. If I was at home and wasn't doing this program, I'd have the TV on the patio watching the nuggets and the heat with beer and a cooler. So I don't have to get up. You know, this is pretty good secondary. I'm good with it. I mean, I have the game on. We're 14 minutes away from tip-off. Sitting here talking sports. Mm -hmm. It's fine. 
Somebody says I'd rather listen to Dusty than Denny. That's not fair. I mean, you can do both, right? You got you got yeah. a little Denny in you, don't you? I do. I've also been made fun of by Denny Matthews. Do we want the people to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do it. That's why we're here, Dusty. Yeah. That's why we're here. He just calls me slow. Which uh you Which know. is not not good. Untrue. We've had a rough show, though, here on 610 Night. Uh, one of our hosts tried to steal the base out there in right field, and he was a cool uh, five seconds late crossing the uh, the finish line. I'm sure he's going to be uh, wow. hanging his head and hoping that, uh, especially you two, did not see that. They could have. There's a, a gapper into right center field, and that's going to get by Kyle Isbell and roll to the wall. So Willie Castro is on. And this is the fourth straight inning that the Tigers have had their leadoff man on. I started to say, Fizz, they could have videotaped that dash from the right field corner in slow motion, but that would have been redundant. I was going to say, <laughs> the use of the word dash. Little, a little dash, yeah. He ran out of steam he sure real did. early. He sure did. Thanks for having my back, Vern. Appreciate it. You got burned in the slowest way possible. That was the slowest burn. I think it's it just, burned so I always good. go back to that because I always find it funny that Denny Matthews is like ready to explain it. And then the pro that he is, he pauses, lets the play develop. Fizz comes back, gives the, you know, the picture of what just happened on the radio. And then Denny continues to go right back to where he left off and basically say that using a slow-mo cam would be redundant because of how slow it was. It was a, it was a slow burn. It was beautiful. Mm. What'd well you played. have tonight, Denny? Chicken. Oh, very nice. Ooh, very nice. Yep. <laughs> Somebody says, Dusty, is it true that MJ is the father of Jimmy Butler? I believe it. For sure, I believe it. Somebody says, you just got to tip your cat to Denny to that one. For sure. I mean, that's like... You don't understand. We can just completely it's an ruin honor, the right? Gen- yeah, that's we'll, an honor. We'll do Janetti on the other side because I'm already late. But like, I used to be a kid in a truck with my grandfather leaving Bent Oak Golf Course in Oak Grove, and we would always play golf as early as possible in the morning, as early as possible. And in fact, we would go to Waffle House at 5 a.m., tee off by six, be done by ten. And then Royals pregame would start. You hear Denny Matthews. So like Denny is like top three people that I like admire for this position. And when you get burned um, by somebody like, that's why I've always told people that like, I would not mind being roasted by my peers because I know that they're doing it out of respect. And that the reason that they're coming up with this is because they have, you know, that type of stuff for you. Now, maybe there might be a few in there that are just like, man, I'd love to just rip this ass, which sounds weird to say it like that. Sounded a little strange. (laughs) Dusty, is it true you're the father of Alex Gold and the better host? I don't know either one of those. I know I'm not the father. I don't know about being better. I mean, he's... You're only only denying one of those two, huh? I mean, I'm not not saying yes to both. Only denying one of those. No, I'm not. Don't do that to me. I mean, you... just reiterating what you said, so it's fine. Don't don't say that to me. I won't tell him. It's not like it's going over air. It's not like it's being recorded. So fair enough. Man, somebody just keeps sending boom emoji. You again? You did this. You know how I can you tell did this. this. This is another thing. You know how I can tell Jay Binkley's been here today. 
Dude, I'm not lying to you. There's just tobacco all just over this. Smell mat. like a and it uh, smells like, like a can of chew in there. Yeah, it smells like yeah. a stepdad's breath. Yeah, there's just to, but there's literally chewing tobacco all over the microphone, and it just reeks of just, just wintergreen. He just wanted to leave a little piece of himself for you, Dusty. That's fine. Mm. Somebody said Denny cracked on you. That's pretty sweet. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't mind it. And I love how Vern just kept, like, feeding into it. Yes, he did. Boy, that's going to make him so upset that he did that in front of you guys. Oh, boy, that was slow. Was a small dash, not a fast dash. There it goes. Yeah, thanks. There it goes. Yep. Royals down 4-1. to one. We'll be back after this. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio with Julio Sanchez and Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Dead presidents, is that what this is? I'm moving to no, the is that who it is? It's presidents of the United States. Ah, presidents of the United States. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Somebody says, hey, you got to bring your own mic cover every show. You don't know what those guys have been blowing into that mic. Oh, those mics are so gross. Oh, they're brutal. I mean, you can't look into it because you may gag. I know. I thought about taking a picture and putting it on Twitter to show my pain, but I feel like that might insult Jay Binkley. But come on, man. What the hell are you doing, Dust man? Might embrace don't we it. Don't a rug like that? Might, might embrace it, you know? A16 says, like, I know technically 10 to 2 is the better time slot, but I don't know. 6 to 9 has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Hey, I love the night shift. I've been doing it for almost eight years now. I do enjoy it. We do whatever we want. I enjoy it because it let me. Mm-hmm. It, it you know it it kind of lets me enjoy the day. Like if I want to play golf, I can. Then come you know I can come to work. We're not a we're not a slave to the uh, sponsor because we don't have sponsors. Yeah, somebody could step up though. No, could use well, uh, yeah. you know for the richer of the week we could use uh, you know Dick Sporting Goods or Dick Ray Plumbing. Uh, I see you out there, Dick Ray. You know what I mean. All the greedy dicks. Yep. Uh, best full beer was during Dusty's run. Piss off, 417. <laughs> There's a chance we might bring that back. I'm dead serious. There are rumors uh, filing through the building that uh, we might bring the, uh, the the dash back. I don't know if I want to do it, though. I want someone else to share my pain. Don't look this way. Too mm. old for that now, my man. Too old. I want Carrington to do it. He I would want to never. Do it. He if, would never. If we could do the hot dog race, I want to do the hot dog race. I don't want to do the dash again because I want someone else to like have to endeavor the, oh, by the way, you're not a child. We're going to take five seconds off, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Like, you got to so give offended. me, they're like, well, your strides will be longer. No, not really. Um, This is after hours on a Thursday night. So let's, I want to do this first because the NBA playoffs are, or the, the finals are getting ready to start. And I want to make sure that we get um, to a point of what I what I want to do. Right, Miami is plus three twenty five to win this um, to win this series. The parlay that I have tonight, it's a small one. It's three legs. It's plus five hundred. But I got a boost because DraftKings gave a parlay boost. I have Denver Nuggets money line, Jokic and Butler forty plus points and rebounds. So I need Jimmy to really play like his ass off. Like, like as in combined? Get, yeah, or yeah, each? combined. So like if Jimmy Butler gets 20 and 20, 
it hits. If Jokic gets 30 and 10, it hits. So really what I need is Butler to get like 35 and 5. I don't know know if that's going to happen, man. I bet my... Not in game one. I bet my free money on it. So I bet my $4.50 that they gave me for being a degenerate, like you mentioned. And if I win, I win $31.50. So quite the investment. And then you got some more money to play with on DraftKings. I, I feel like you're just giving them. All weekend. You're just giving them their four dollars and fifty cents back. Is, well, they gave it to I'm me, so right it's now. free money. So I don't really give a piss. But Denver Nuggets money line because Miami's plus eight and a half tonight. I or, have a feeling it's going to be a blowout this first this no first chance. game. No chance. No, you don't think so? No, hundred percent. I think that Miami covers eight and a half. I don't. I think it's eight and a half for a reason. Well, I mean, it was eight and a half against the Celtics in the first game, and they covered and won. It was then seven and a half. They covered and won. Yeah, but Denver is not I understand. Boston. I understand. But And they are a beast at home. Boston knows how to, or Miami knows how to play against big guys. And I honestly think what they're going to do is try to make Michael Porter Jr. and um, Donovan Mitchell. Is it Donovan Mitchell? No, it's, it's Murray. It's, yeah, it's Murray. I think they're going to make Murray and Porter Jr.'s life's living hell. And they're just going to say, you know what, Jokic? If you want to have 30-plus and 10-10, and 10, be our guest. Because what killed the Lakers? It was Murray and Porter Jr. and um, Caldwell Pope. It was those guys that really, and even even Gordon had some some times for the, for the Nuggets. That's who was really giving the Lakers fits, was, was the other guys plus... Jokic was having a triple-double almost every game. So if you can keep Murray in check and you can keep Michael Porter Jr. in check, which Michael Porter Jr. can go off for like four threes in this game. If you let that happen, you let Murray have his 25-plus and you let Jokic have his thirty or his triple-double, you'll never win. But if you just go the route of like, hey, let's do this, let's just let him, you know, have his game and then we'll stop everybody else. You see it a lot of times with the Chiefs, right, where people are like, just let Travis Kelsey have his eight for 125 and two touchdowns. Don't let anybody else beat you. Don't let Mahomes have 55 yards rushing. Don't let Mahomes, you know, get first downs on third and seven. Stop those. But if Kelsey has his seven for 115 and a touchdown, then so be it. Easier easier said than done. Man. Correct. I no, mean, no, Denver 100%. is, is that's, that's part of why they've been so tough to handle all year is their, their depth. I mean, I just don't know that Miami has the horses, has enough horses to run with Denver. They do you don't. believe in? And Denver is spectacular on defense. Do you believe in rest equals rust? Because Denver has had 10 days off. 10. I mean, look, if you're asking me if I'd and rather Miami have. Miami just played. I mean, they played a long, tough seven-game series. But that's all we, I'd that's rather all have the heard. rest. But that's all we've heard with Miami is that they're law. Jimmy Butler's going to, you know, crash out. They're in the damn finals. Yeah, but exactly. They're in the damn finals. I mean, I'll take the 10 days rest going into the NBA finals than just coming off of game seven. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I take the rest. A lot of people say Miami in seven. A lot of people are wrong. Where do you rank Spolstra if he wins one this year? Oh, if he wins this one? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to – you definitely have to put him up. I mean, I think he's already one of the best coaches in the NBA. He's got to be top three if he wins this year, if we're talking all time. Because a lot of people say he had the – because the bubble year they went, yeah. lost to the Lakers. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Lost yes. to the Lakers in the bubble year. 
Then he had the four years with Miami when he had the the three the threesome the the big three the the You're just full of dirty puns. Today. I'm not trying like, to be. I'm really I'm really not trying to be that way. Talk about mouthfuls and what's going. Clarify on forty points and added. You know it's forty plus with rebounds and points for Jimmy Butler and Jokic and then Nuggets money line. So I I just think that's the strategy you have to have if you're the Nuggets against the Heat because the Heat just have six guys that do different things, but they do them well. Yeah, but so, I mean, but so does Denver plus some. And I think it's going to take, it's going to take a game for Miami to figure out the weaknesses and strengths of Denver. Oh, I think Denver's winning. There's going to be a feeling out period. I think Denver's winning, but I think if you want to put money on the game, I think you've got to say that Miami can cover eight and a half. Now, again, anything can happen in the final. Jimmy Butler is probably the most experienced player on the floor. And you've got to think there's one rebound already for Butler. We need 39. There's two. There's three for Butler. Let's start cooking, Sanchez. Let's go, baby. It's two Let's to two. Go. Calm down. I know, but Butler just two got you. He got you three points in that stat line. We got 37 more to go, and we're ready to cook. And you know Jokic is going to have 15 rebounds and at least 25 points. Oh, yeah. He ain't the one I'm worried about. It's the it's the Butler game. But if Butler goes off, Butler goes off. Like, there was a ton of bets. There was one that was, like, plus, I think, 5,000 5, for a shot to go in from further than 47 and a half feet. Half court is 47. I love the finals, man. Agreed. Do you think we're going to get a Brian Busby scene? That there is a tornado watch somewhere for at least 10 minutes? I hope not. Somebody says, I got Denver winning four games to one. You can pick that, by the way, on DraftKings. You can pick exact. That's a solid bet. I think that's solid. Is that the gentleman's sweep? That's the you win three straight, let them win one. One pity loss. Yeah, and then win it back at home? Yep. Because what? They'll play tonight, and then they won't play again until Saturday? I believe that's correct. No, they'll play Sunday. Don't they get two days off, and then they play again? Is it? You can find out. It is really long. It's like... It's so like, it's super brutal. It's like game, two games off, and then another one. Sean Barber, friend of the show, brother from another mother, says he would have hammered if he'd have known it was Miami plus eight. It was plus eight and a half, Barbershop. And you're you're correct, Sunday. Yeah, dude. The NBA Finals is the most drawn out championship that there's ever been. The They'll playoffs play in general last Not really, because they play every other day. So, like, they play Tuesday, they play Thursday. They play Thursday, they play Saturday. They're playing tonight. They're not playing again until Sunday at 7.30. In the same city and state they're playing in tonight. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. on Sunday. Oh, there's Jokic getting that foul. 7-6 Miami with 8.56 left in the first. 913-586-7610. Coming up next, Mike Giannetti, spot track. He joined Carrington Harrison and Rob Brenton on the drive. He talked a little defense, and there's a reason why I think defense is the key for this team to run it back and go back-to-back and get Mahomes' third ring. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. 
him, me, him, me, him, me, him, him. Okay. 14 to 9. <laughs> as we are in a first timeout of the evening. Who had Aaron Gordon? Eight points and three rebounds. Hey, weren't you just talking about how you need to. Yeah, I know, dude. You got to eliminate those, those dudes. role players. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be happening. I mean, he's the only one really. I mean, they're doing the opposite of what the strategy would be because I know it's early. There's still 635 left in the first quarter. But. Um, it's the old rope dope, you know? Yeah, Joe, Jokic has two, Porter zero, Murray two. Gordon eight. Jimmy Butler, though, five and two. How you doing? Already the leading scorer for the Heat. You know, he's going to go out. Um, 816. I don't know if anyone's as pumped about Justin Ross as I am, although he does need to prove himself. He needs to be a wide receiver one in my books. He's a unicorn. I Man, that's like a plus eight 8,000 if you think he's going to be a wide receiver one. I just, you think you're going to worry about Kadarius Tony and injuries. And I know, I know. I know the first viral video went nuts of Mahomes hitting him deep with a pass and it looked nice and then Mahomes retweeted it and everybody kind of puts their mind together. I don't know. Somebody says that's why Denver by 15 tonight. The second game, it'll be a little bit closer, maybe by nine. Agreed. Calling it Miami wins tonight. Love that energy. I'm just rooting for Miami. I want the Heat to win. I just want Butler to get a title. But I do want to bring up uh, the drive with Carrington Harrison, who just, out of nowhere, is just out of town. It was like he was here yesterday. I saw him. We we, we made eye contact. And then, then he sends an Instagram photo, and he's in San Francisco. Um, Mike Gennetti had this to say about Christians. We played a little bit last night, but it, I, I went home on my drive home. I'm weird. I don't listen to radio. I I think back about how the show went and things that I want to recap on, you know, if I have another show the next day. This really kind of stuck out for me when he talks about Chris Jones. I don't think they get one done. I I think if if that would have happened, we would have heard a lot more about it. I know there's been some inkling and some whispering, and and people like to do a lot of business, you know, right before training camp, so I could be dead wrong there. But, uh, look, a lot of things can happen. Nick Bosa can sign the big $30 million per year contract. Uh, Quinn and Williams can go 25 million on the on the on the interior off of the line and the, for the Jets. So the defensive money is about to kick up, uh, probably where it belongs. It's kind of lacked for the past couple of seasons with uh, Aaron Donald resetting that market really a year and a half ago now. So uh, I, I do think that the Donald contract is still a unicorn. I don't think that Chris Jones' money has to get quite there, but he's a 30 million dollar player. He, he's a 30 million dollar player from a analytical valuation standpoint, just using math in our system. So. Uh, if that's the foundation, you know, you could clearly negotiate that higher. So we're talking at least $60 million fully guaranteed at signing, which, which would be two years, and uh, maybe 2 and a half to $3 million practically guaranteed. So we're, we're getting close to that $100 million uh, practical guaranteed over three to four years for a defensive player. And certainly Chris Jones is, is a candidate to be earning that right now. Believe it. Doesn't think an extension will get done, but I do believe that Chris Jones is the – to steal a line from uh, Josh Vernier, uh, the straw that stirs the drink on this defense. Obviously, the pressure starts with Chris Jones. It creates outside of that. It makes Karloftis better. It makes it makes Willie Gay better. It makes Nick Bolton see things easier. It really just kind of develops everything on the defensive side of things. I would love to see Chris Jones be a chief for life. I think there's a lot of you that have a jersey that says 95 on it, or maybe there's a lot of you that Chris Jones is a, is a fan favorite. Maybe he's your favorite player on the defense. 
a lot of Neil Smith vibes for the younger generation, right? Energetic, fun, big, dominant. Obviously, Neil Smith considered a D-end. Chris Jones kind of both. They kind of seem similar to me, so that that fandom is there. But the thing about Chris Jones being on this defensive line for the next two to three years is that you have to look at the age, right? He'll be 29, 30, 31, 32 with an extension of fourth year, and he's one of those guys that right now at his position might be, might be the best in the game. Uh, Aaron Donald down year, took some time off. The season was officially washed. Um, you know, you you sit back and and realize that maybe there's a chance that, you know, we can get it back together next year. Our quarterback's hurt, wide receiver's hurt. You know, let's just let's just put it on the shelf and, you know, evaluate. And again, Mike Gennetti says the contract of Aaron Donald is a, is a bit of a unicorn of a contract because at the time, Aaron Donald hadn't really, we hadn't really seen anything like that since Warren Sapp. So again, I don't, and, we, and we've heard Chris Jones say, he's like, I don't necessarily need, you know, Aaron Donald money or the highest paid defensive tackle money, but I want to be up there which is smart because people that say they want to be the highest paid never get that money. This is Mike Gennetti on another important defensive player in Legereus Need, whether he gets an extension. Yeah, I think that one might be more possible because they can, they can get to a point where they can negotiate with, with a, a little bit more logic versus, you know, where Chris Jones is, which is, you know, above the stratosphere right now. Um, you, know, you know, he is a, a do-it-all type of cornerback, but he's not a do-it-all elite at anything right now, which is generally a situation you can get done from a negotiating standpoint. So are we talking about 12 to $14 million per year on a max? Maybe. Uh, he really took a big step forward last season, so his price certainly rose, and his stock certainly rose over the past couple of months here. But uh, we're, we're not talking about a top-end cornerback contract. And I think the Chiefs would have the ability to keep him around before he hits the market. Kind of the yin and the yang, the bittersweetness of the luxurious need situation, right? He used to just be an outside guy, didn't really move. Then he became the slot guy. Then he became kind of the shadow guy where it was, this is our best defensive cornerback. We're going to put him on your best offensive weapon, whether that offensive weapon is in the slot, whether the best offensive weapon is outside. Luxurious need will shadow your best offensive option on the receiving end. Luxurious need did very good at that last year. Legereus need contract year this year. You can avoid all of that and get away from all of that if you, in fact, just give him the money now. And what is it that the late, great Therese Paler once said many, many times, which doesn't make sense to say that, but he just said it many times, was that contract years are undefeated. And both of these gentlemen know they're heading into a contract year. Gennetti not, ag- not agreeing that a contract extension gets done with Chris Jones, but that it's more likely for one to get done with Legereus Sneed. Now, the thing is, if Legereus Need comes out here and starts requesting, you know, top money market for a cornerback, and there's a corner out here that gets signed, maybe, it, you know, offseason, maybe like a Pat Sertain Jr. gets a big contract, and Legereus Need's like, well, I'm not that far from the pack. I want something similar to that. Not sure the Chiefs compete with that, especially with where they drafted in the last couple of years and the cornerbacks that they had last year as rookies. The other name that's interesting that's still kind of floating around there is... Frank the Shark Clark. Yeah, it's it's a mystery to the rest of us why that name isn't even popping up nationally as like an available free agent. So I think most of us just assume that there will be a reunion at some point. It's just a a matter of maybe uh, timing and making sure everything else has worked out first. But uh, yeah, it it made sense to move on when you did in March because you needed the available cap space. There was, uh, you know, only 7.6 million of dead cap versus a $28 million cap hit. So that was, the, that was the kind of savings you needed to help head into the offseason. But, you know, since then, it's just been about what's going to be next for this player. And this is still a player that's giving you 
regular season sacks and certainly postseason production, which is the kind of player you need if you're a Kansas City Chiefs down the stretch. So uh, are, have there been negotiations? Is he simply asking too much for a near 30-year-old who's got some injury history? Maybe. But, you know, is this a, a Jadavian Clowney-type situation, Yannick Ngakwe, where this thing gets to the finish line and ends up being one for $8 million? We're in that time of year. So <laughs> I'm going to give you one of those numbers and say that's probably where this ends up. Uh, right around the one for eight million with plenty of sack incentives to go after that. So the thing is, is that if you want to run it back and you want a serious chance at really being the dominant dynasty that people say that you need to get three rings, whatever it may be, they have two and three Super Bowl appearances. You get this defense built together with a little bit of chemistry, a little bit of talent, and a little bit of youth, and it all clicks. Patrick Mahomes has never had a great defense. I think two years ago, I think when they won the Super Bowl against San Francisco, that was probably his best defense. And it was still meh, right? They just got rid of D Ford, got Frank Clark, got Tyron Matthew. Chris Jones played a little bit better. But the thing about it is, is that if you can build this defense up for Patrick Mahomes and you can do one of those weird anomaly type of things where you're only giving up you know, 13 points a game and your offense is clearly doing what it does. It stays at the top of the way. Then you're going to definitely see this team give everybody who's put it in there. The 14 and what? 14 and three, maybe 15. Unicero said last night, they're going 15 and two. You throw a defense out here that can only give up, you know, 13 to 16 points per game and your offense is averaging 26, 25, man, it's over. And it's not close. You become the most hated team in the entire NFL. You become cream of the crop and it's not even close. Nobody even brings your name up in a discussion. No one talks about you in preseason. No one talks about you in the regular season. They just say, who's playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year? Who's going to go up against the top team in the NFL? Not top team in the AFC. None of this, well, I think this is Philadelphia's year. No way. So I think the most important thing the Chiefs can do is lock up as much defensive stability that you can. Get Frank Clark on the cheap. Get an extension with Chris Jones. Talk to Legereus Sneed. Now, again, Legereus Sneed would be the minimum thing on my radar. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, they come ahead of that. Because I think Frank Clark's going to realize that he wasn't going to get the money or his agent might have missed on what money they might have gotten. But there's one thing we all know. Frank Clark loves him some Kansas City, loves him some Kansas City defense, and loves him some Andy Reid. There's one thing we also know. Chris Jones wants to be a chief for life, wants to be here forever, wants to play with this defensive line, knows his team is young, and knows his team can win championships. Doesn't necessarily want to be the highest paid, doesn't want to have the most money, but wants to be paid respectfully. The other thing that we know when it comes to the cornerbacks is that you drafted three rookie cornerbacks. They all played 28 weeks. They're veterans. And you might, just might, have something really special in Trent McDuffie to where you don't necessarily need to break a, break, or break a little bit of the bank with a luxurious knee. That's just my seriousness. Build and bulk up this defense with familiarity and talent and youth and let it carry this offense in times where it might need to because you're going to play teams like Cincinnati, Buffalo, Miami, Jacksonville. You can laugh at me when I say that all you want, but it's truth. You're going to need it, and it'd be nice and great 
to see this happen with Patrick Mahomes, who's like, wait a minute, you're telling me all I got to do is go out there and throw three touchdowns, two touchdowns, let Butker knock two through the upright. We go out there and score 20 points for winning every game. Yeah, that's what I mean. You ain't win another MVP unless you throw 60 touchdowns and 6,000 yards. That's what I'm down with. Coming up on the other side, it's 8 o'clock. We get you the out of left field question. Before we do that, I'll give you an update on the NBA Finals in Game 1. It's Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens. This is After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.